This is the one-minute how-to. Item 307, how to understand HDR photography. Hello everyone, this is George, your host. On this show, we've got Chris Marquardt, and he's going to explain to us how to understand HDR photography. Chris, can you first tell us a little something about yourself? Sure, I can. Hey, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm the host of Tips from the Top Floor, which is a podcast about all things photography. I explain things, I answer listener questions, I do video and audio, so I, I bring you some travel photography tips from my travels. And I've just spent a whole week at Photokina in Germany, the biggest photography trade show that I also covered on my uh, different photography podcasts. Okay, Chris, if you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. All right, let me get started now. HDR photography, HDR stands for high dynamic range. Now, imagine you're taking a picture inside a, an old church and you want to make sure you have both the bright stained glass windows and the dark interior of the church well exposed. That's where HDR comes in. The dynamic range, we call it dynamic range, is the range between the darkest and the brightest part of the scene. And to get an HDR image, you take several different exposures of the same scene and using software such as Photoshop, you combine them into a single HDR image. Now, HDR pictures that we sometimes see online are actually called tone mapped images. They aren't real HDRs because your monitor cannot display HDR. And tone mapping is a process that maps portions of the actual HDR image to what the computer monitor can handle. Now, Photoshop allows you to do tone mapping, but honestly, most people I know, including myself, use a software called Photomatics, which also comes as a Photoshop plugin. It's easier to use than what Photoshop offers, and it yields much better results. One of the problems that I had early on was just relying on Photoshop, because Photoshop does so many things so well. It just doesn't work with HDR nearly as well as Photomatics does. Photoshop is a good software to create the actual HDR image, which is, again, just the thing that we don't really actually see on the screen because we have to tone map it in order to be able to see it on the screen. So the HDR creation, uh, adding several images into one image is easy. That's what Photoshop does really well. But tone mapping it out onto a monitor, or onto photo paper, something with a limited dynamic range, that's where the issues come in, and that's not that easy. But I'm pretty sure Photoshop sooner or later will catch up on that. Okay, Chris, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Just go out, shoot pictures. Don't worry about getting something not right the first time. It's digital. You can reshoot, and it doesn't cost you a single cent. And what would the address of your website be? Tipsfromthetopfloor.com Okay, and by the way, do you have any workshops coming up in the near future? Actually, there's a really interesting one coming up, but that's probably already sold out once you air this one, and it's next year in May. We're going to hold the world's highest photo workshop, and we're going to go up to the Mount Everest Base Camp in Nepal Wow! together with a group of 10 photographers, and I'm doing that together with John Miller, the host of the Rest of Everest video podcast. Very cool. Okay, Chris, thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs>